The Bible said rebellion is as of the sin of witchcraft. And then Paul told the Galatian church, he said, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Now, I want to tell you right in the inception of this message that the enemy wants your home full of chaos. He wants your home full of chaos. He wants your mind full of chaos. And when I talk about your home, now I'm not just talking for many people about just the home that you live in. I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about he wants chaos and drama, not just between you and your husband or you and your wife or you and the children that live in your home. He wants family drama. How many of you know there is no drama like family drama? Okay, I have about 30 honest people in the room. I know I got a Bahamian delegation around here somewhere. Did some of the Bahamian kids come from BCU? Let's give all of our Bahamian. There they are over there. Give them a God bless you. You should have brought me some, uh, some guava duff, some peas and rice, some crack conch, some knep, some soursop, some green dilly. Come on. You should have brought me some Johnny cake up in here. Y'all don't know. I used to live in the Bahamas. I know about it all, baby. Come on. I can eat with anybody. But how many of you know that there is absolutely no drama like family drama? Oh, come on now. That the family drama is next level drama because family will give you drama like your friends won't give you drama. And, and I want to talk today about how the enemy wants to invade your family, invade your home with drama. Paul said, Galatians, he said, who hath bewitched you? And the word bewitched is a very powerful word from the Greek. It means to charm, to fascinate, to please to such a degree as to take away the power of resistance. It's the act of casting a spell. Now, check it out. He didn't say this happened at a seance. He didn't say that this happened among witches and warlocks. He said the enemy cast a spell right in the church. The enemy brought deception right in the church, and this happened in the house of the Lord. Now, now we're going to address some intense issues today, and we're going to deal with witchcraft in the home. But I want you to know the devil, the way the devil moves, he always moves. The devil uses the same tired stuff that he always uses. And I've taught it in years gone by that the way the devil moves in the church, he moves through manipulation, domination, and intimidation. And hear me, the church is actually a prototype. I know this is deep, but hang with me. The church is a prototype of the family. Think about it. We have brothers and sisters. We have mothers in the Lord and fathers in the Lord. We, we, we are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus. We are, we are called the bride of Christ. So the church itself is a prototype of the family. And the same way that the devil moves in the church, he moves in the family. He manipulates, he dominates, he intimidates. And today I'm going to address these three issues that want to invade your home. They want to invade your family. Again, you say, well, Pastor, I don't have kids at home or I'm not married right now. I'm going to do three things. Number one, if you do have kids at home and, and you are have a family unit at work, I'm going to help you. Number two, I'm going to help you be able to help somebody else. Who wants to be able to help somebody else? Come on. That if, if somebody you love, if, you, if somebody, you have a son or a daughter that's dealing with these issues, I'm going to help you be able to help them. But number three, and here's the most important, I'm going to show you how to pray. Because you'll know what to pray against and what to pray for. Now, check it out. Uh, we wouldn't allow anybody to invade our homes. 
if we thought there was somebody coming after our home or coming after our family, how many of you know we wouldn't have that? You wouldn't be able to come in and touch our children or come into our homes. You wouldn't let that pass. And I'm not going to let the enemy invade my home. I'm not going to let the devil invade my home. How many of you are not going to let the devil or his influence invade your family in any way? Come on. So the enemy moves in the home through manipulation, intimidation, and domination. Number one, I want to talk about manipulation. Somebody say manipulation. I wonder why the men have to be uh, blamed for everything. It's called man manipulated. Let me say this. Maybe you've been manipulated, but you ain't really lived till you've been woman manipulated. Woman manipulated. Come on, that was funny, and you know that was funny. All right. Let me, let me define manipulation for you. Manipulation is this. It's exerting shrewd or devious influence, especially for one's own advantage. It's called manipulation. Now, now remember, we're talking about witchcraft in the home. We're talking about how the enemy wants to cast a spell in your house. And let me give you an example of what it would be like if you had witchcraft manifest in your family or manifest in your home. Now, again, I'm not talking about a seance. I'm not talking about a witch or a warlock. Don't get afraid. That's not what we're talking about. But I want to show you how it will manifest in your home, even with a little child. Let me shake you up a little bit. I'll give you an example of, of manipulation and when it often starts. It can start even with little Pookie. I'm talking about Pookie. You know, you love Pookie so much. But say you and Pookie and your, and your husband, say y'all are at, at Chick-fil-A. And when Pookie's good, Pookie's very good. But when Pookie's bad, Pookie is horrendous. Can I get a witness in the house? So, so you're at Chick-fil-A, you're, 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 you're there with your, your, your family, and you're eating with your husband, and Pookie's in the, in the playground playing, and your pastor and his wife happens to be there, and your mother-in-law is there, and you get ready to go, and you go to the playground, and you say, hey, Pookie, come on, honey, we're ready to go, and all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. And Pookie says, no, I'm not going. You and Daddy never let me do what I want to do. I'm staying. Now, she's three years old, mind you. She's four years old. Now, honey, we told you a while back, it's time to get ready to go. Now, honey, we got to go. I want to stay. I want to play. I hate you. Uh, Y'all never let me do what I want to do. I want to stay. I'm staying. I'm, you, she's shouting. The pastor's looking at you. Your mother-in-law's looking at you. The whole restaurant is looking at you. And then you just kind of kind of do that uncomfortable, that uncomfortable smile. And she said, I'm staying and I'm playing. And she stomps off and you just smile and then you say, isn't she cute? She, she's, just, she's just like her dad. Isn't she cute? People are not saying around you, isn't she cute? People around you are saying, she is a brat. People are saying, why don't you snatch her up and take her to the bathroom right now and to the handicap stall? 
People are saying, what is wrong with you? See, you are negotiating with a four-year-old. And God has not called you to negotiate with a four-year-old. Where are y'all at? God has not called you to negotiate with a seven-year-old. That's rebellion. And the Bible said rebellion is as of the sin of witchcraft. That's rebellion right there. Let me tell you what you need to do. You need to snatch that little crumb snatcher up right then and there and say, you think you're going to embarrass me in front of all these people? I will embarrass you right now. I will jerk a knot in your backside so fast it will make your head spin. We are going right now. I didn't ask you if you wanted to go. If you want to be able to walk to the car, you better come stand by me right now. We don't want to have an issue right in front of Colonel Sanders. Can I get a witness in the house? We are negotiating with preteens. I said we are negotiating with preteens. Rebellion is as of the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion is the use of illegitimate, ill-gotten authority. I know the courts may contest it, and it's really not a popular concept, but listen to me. Parents, you still have God-given authority over your children. Make a little noise if you agree with me. We have parents trying to convince their children, you need to go, baby, you need to go. You, we have parents, now their children tell them, you can't come into my bedroom, I can't come into your what? <laughs> you are not allowed in my bedroom, this is my space right here. You can't come in my bedroom. You have to stay out there in your room, this is my room. You say, listen, that is not your bedroom. That is my extra room. That is my extra room. I'm allowing you to stay in it until I get you grown. I take my clothes. I'm like, wait a minute. You don't own any clothes. Everything you got, I gave it to you. You can't be coming in my room going through my drawers. Wait a minute. Those are not your drawers. I brought the drawers and the drawers in the drawers. You need to be sweet, but you need to say, as long as you drink milk out of my jug and eat chicken out of my bucket, everything in this house belongs to me. Hallelujah. You don't negotiate with a junior hire. You don't ask a junior hire, do you feel like going to church today? They, I don't want to go to church today. I want to stay home and play games. You don't say that. You don't let your child tell. You don't let a 13-year-old tell you that he's going to stay home and play games with his friends. You say, you get up right now. Well, I'll call. I'll call. What's it called? DC, I'll call DCF. Call him. Let me get him on the phone for you. I'm not saying you're going to be alive when they get here, but let me get him on the phone for you. No, I'm not saying that you should abuse your children. But what I am saying is we're living in a crazy world. Because if you don't teach them how to have discipline and you don't teach them how to not rebel, a judge will teach them one day if you don't do it. Can I get one witness in the house? We've got judges that are a part of this church. Don't let them stand before a judge to learn how to have discipline. Discipline that little crumb snatcher at the house. Come on, somebody. Give God a praise if I'm already teaching a little bit. 
Here's what the Bible says, and I'm just trying to tell you, tell you because I want to be able to help you. And you say, well, I don't have children at home. Well, you know how to pray. You know how to advise your own family. Watch this. It's still true. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. The word obey there, listen, teenager, it means to listen, to hearken, to obey, and submit to the authority of the parents. I want to tell you, young person, even if you live in that home, you need to be respectful of that home. And you need to submit to the authority of the parents. Now, here's what I want to tell you, especially you with young children. The parent must not govern the child, or the parent must govern the child. If the child governs the parents, the child is using illegitimate authority. The child is flowing in rebellion. And rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Here's another way kids manipulate. Now, my kids are, are grown, and now I've got an 11-year-old. I got a 24-year-old and an 11-year-old. Boy, ain't that a trip. I said a few weeks ago, I said, I think that little kids are for young people because there's things I used to laugh at in my 30s. I want to take a machete to it in my 50s. Come on. You know, I love my little guy. But it's just, it's a different thing. It's, a, it's an adjustment. But listen to me in this house today. Children will work like this. Have you ever had one child go to a parent, go to the mom, mom, can I go to my buddy's house? We want to go and play. And the mom says, you ain't going to nobody's house this week. You didn't do your homework. You didn't clean up your room. You are going nowhere. And he stomps off. And then he goes up and he goes, hey, Dad. Dad, can I go to the so-and-so's house this week? We're going to play. We're going to play some football. Y'all playing football? Yeah, Dad, it's going to be fun. I told him how good a football player you were, Dad. You could really play football. You going to play football? He said, Dad, I'm going to show him I'll be like you. He said, you go ahead and go, son. And then y'all get in the car. And the wife goes, where is he at? And the husband said, I let him go home. And then World War III takes place in the car. You know what you need to do? Get out the guitar because you've just been played. Can I get a witness in the house? See, here, write this down. You have to deal with manipulative children or else they'll become manipulative of adults. Now, let's look at adults who manipulate. Oh, my, my, my. Do you know any manipulative adults? Oh, look straight ahead. Act like I ain't talking to you. Are there, are, you got any manipulators on your road? Come on, look down and see if you can figure out who it is. You know what's funny is you think it's them. They just know it's you. How, how, how do adults manipulate? Watch this. Your wife, this is how a man can manipulate. Your wife wants to go to the mall. Now, you have just seen online that there are some golf clubs, sir, that you want or a fishing rod. And about that time, your wife says, I want to go to the mall. And you say, ding, 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 ding. Baby, I'm going to go with you. And she said, hold up. You want to go to the mall with me? I just want to hang out with you. And then, you know, they do what women do. Women like to shop without shopping. <laughs> hey. 
Have you ever been shopping with a woman that was shopping without shopping? They just go and look 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 and you're like, God, help us, Holy Ghost, come in this place right now. But while she's looking, she finds a beautiful, expensive dress, and, and, and you say, well, baby, go ahead and try that on. Try, I just want to see it on you. No, we don't have money in the budget for it. I'm doing the budget. We don't have money in the budget. Well, try it on, baby. I want to see it on you. And then she tries it on, and then she comes out. Oh, you look so good, honey. I love it. I think you should buy it. She goes, what? Yeah, you should buy it. Just this one time, you should buy it. I think you should have that dress. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we'll splurge. You buy it right now. And you buy it. And then the next day, homie is sitting at breakfast. And he opens up that same ad on his phone. Would you look at here? These golf clubs that I've been wanting, they are actually on sale. Honey, we don't have that in the budget. Yeah, but I bought you a, a dress yesterday. Come on, how many of you know that is manipulation? The, the list goes on. A wife can play a masterful manipulation game on her husband. Sex can, oh yeah, I said it. Sex can be a real tool of manipulation. I've talked about sex and money. Sex and money. We, you know people, you start talking about sex and money in church and everybody kind of draws up. He's talking about sex and money. How many of you know the world is talking about sex and money? If we don't start talking about the things that are prevalent in the world, we're missing it in the church. I'm talking about sex and money. It's the two things that most people want more of. Can I get a witness in the house? Y'all ain't saying a word to me. But the truth is that the church, we've got to start addressing things from a biblical perspective and not ignoring it. And we cannot use our sexuality and our sexualness to manipulate. All right, next way. Next invasion the enemy does in our homes and the way that he works is through domination. Domination is the act of controlling. That's what domination is defined as. Manipulation is covert. That means it's undercover. But domination is overt. It's right out there in the open. Manipulation says I'll trick you into doing things my way. Domination says I'm going to make you do it my way. Domination is a terrible thing because domination is lording over somebody in such a way that that person feels like they're a victim. They, they're not able to do anything without permission. Parents can dominate their children even after they're grown and gone. Parents can dominate grown children. Have you ever known parents? Oh, I heard a woo in the back. That wanted to control family members children and their mates that were grown but listen mama you got to let them leave oh it's quiet in here the bible said therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall become one flesh they're not going to be able to be at your house every single christmas holiday oh i i know we're we're getting uncomfortable they need to be in my house. They don't need to be at their mother-in-law's house. I, my dressing is better. My greens are better. And they need to bring them grandchildren over here. No, you got to share them. Come on now. 
See, see, the Bible said you got to leave. It means to become loosened. At some point, you have to loosen your hold on your children, and then the husband and wife have to cleave to each other. They have to join and attach themselves to one another. They've got to make their own family. See, I, I hate the thought of my children marrying and leaving me. I don't like it a bit, but here's what's true. I have raised my girls to expect a man to be good to them. Come on. I've raised my girls to expect a man to treat them right, a man to take care of them, a man to speak life to them. And you know, right now, I'm the man in their life. But there's going to come a day when I'm not the man in their life. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> there's going to come a day when I'm not the man in their life, when they're going to have another man. They kiss me good night now every night. They're going to be kissing another man good night. I don't like that. <laughs> but here's the deal. I raised them to replace me one day. I raised them to replace me one day. I raised them so another man could step in. And your, listen, let me tell you something, sir. Your daughters are learning what kind of man to expect by watching how you treat their mother. And sons are learning from you how to treat their wives. So, so domination from the male perspective is a very terrible thing. See, see, when you can't allow your mate to have his or her own personality or opinion, there's a devil loose. When you've got to totally dominate that woman or you've got to dominate that man, there's a devil loose. When a man says, I'm the chief breadwinner in this house, so I decide where every dime is spent, that's domination. See, see, let me tell you something. Through the years, I've been the chief breadwinner. Now, I'm going to tell you something, Don. I don't care if there comes a day when you make more money than me. I'll just say, look what the Lord has done, and I'll be a kept man. Can I get a witness in the house? I will. You come in, I'll have that house clean, baby. I'll be looking good. You walk through the door, I'll have on something sexy. Can I get a witness in the y'all? I don't know. I'm drifting. Y'all pray for me today. I don't know where that came from. I think I'm going to give an altar call and come forward myself. Hallelujah. But watch this. You can't dominate because you bring in more money on either side because this is a partnership. We work marriage together. When a wife decides that she should have control over the man and will have it by any means necessary, come on, you know what I'm saying? That's domination. We got to flow in love. Love looks out. Domination is destructive, but love looks out. Galatians 5.1 says this, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. The last thing you want is an atmosphere in your house where you're bound up. 
where you're dominated, where you have, listen, young person, when you get married, some of you right now are young adults, you need a purpose in your heart that you, you're not going to, listen, you, when you date right now, don't be domineering in your dating relationship. Don't be jealous and petty. Let me tell you something, young lady. Let me tell you something, young man. Whatever they are while you're dating, times at times a thousand when you get married. Because if they get on your one nerve when you're dating, they will get on your last nerve when you get married. Can I get a witness in the house? So you need to even add this to, your, to the way you date. Don't dominate each other. Don't be jealous of one another. Domination is a terrible thing. I believe your home should be a happy place. I believe your family should be happy. I believe when your family gets together, you ought to be full of joy. I want you to make a little bit of noise if you're ready to have some joy with your family and some joy in your home. Come on, let me hear you. Make a little noise if you're ready to have joy. Okay, manipulation, domination. Wave at me if you're tracking. Come on. And then thirdly, intimidation. I know, Pastor, you, I wanted you to preach today. I wanted you to stand up, and I wanted you to, I wanted you to hoop, and I wanted you to holler because we just made it through the storm and I, I was wanting you to tell me he's the lily of the valley he's the bright and morning star he'll make a way right out of no way and you up in here talking about intimidation domination I'm telling you this if the shoe fits get out your shoehorn hallelujah we're learning today I'm tired of being, seeing people shout about what they're not possessing. It's time to get joy in your home. It's time to get free in your home. Make a little noise if you want joy and peace and victory in your home. All right. Number three, intimidation. Now, intimidation is defined as this. It means to inspire by fear. It's the act of bullying a person in order to control them. We think that bullying only exists in school or on a playground. But the truth is, bullying can exist right in the house. Intimidation says this, I'll scare you into doing it my way. Intimidation says, I'm going to intimidate you until you see it my way. Anytime we inspire people by fear and not by love, we are flowing in a spirit of witchcraft. That is rebellion. That is not the right kind of authority. And I want to tell you something. Mom and dad, if you rule over your children by fear, then when it comes to really loving you in the years that are going to come later on, they're not going to love you like they need to love you. If you'll lead them in love right now, they'll love you the rest of your life. Hear me in this room. Now, I'm not saying, I, I, now, I'm against child abuse. That goes without saying. I think that you, there's one place I believe that you can spank a child. Okay. I know I'm going to get emails, but I believe that this area right here, can I get one witness in the house? Right there. Nowhere else, but right there. That is a great place. Mm. And if you will spank them properly, not abusively, not in a way to hurt them, never hit them in the face. Come on, never strike them with your fist. But get you a belt or a paddle 
and, and put that thing right there. And I'm telling you, it will bring miracles into your home that you know not of. And I promise you this, with my children, I would spank them right here, right, right there, not an abusive way, but I put a little heat on that backside. And I did it enough to where they knew if they got crazy that it was going to happen. So they thought to themselves at four years old, every time I act crazy, this man or this woman spanked my tail. Maybe I won't act crazy anymore. Because if they believe you're going to do it, then real often you don't have to do it very much. I remember when we adopted Peyton for the first year or year and a half, I was told that you could not spank him because he was in the process of adoption. I'd never seen my wife act the way she acted. She was, oh, we were upset. We were uptight. It was so bad. We had a four-year-old in charge of the house. I don't care what they say. Maybe timeout works for you. Timeout don't work for me. I'm going to put you in timeout. He's over there chilling, sucking on a piece of chocolate. Come on. We, we, I'm going I'm to take you. You take a, something from that still doesn't work. And so I couldn't spank him. I'm not saying I didn't fall once or twice. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. But I remember I was at the epitome of frustration. And, I, and Judge Grimes, he's sitting up here in the front. He wrote a book, How to Keep Your Children Out of Jail. You ought to read that book. But I'm riding with him. He's taking me somewhere to preach. And I said, Judge. He said, how's it going? I said, I'm frustrated, Judge. I said, uh, we got this four-year-old in the house. You know, it's bad when the pastor needs counseling. I said, the church is doing good. My house is full of drama. He said, what's happening, Pastor? I said, we can't spank this child. We can't even ride on the backside. We can't spank him. He said, who said you couldn't spank him? This is judge. And he is judge over family affairs and issues like that. And he, I said, sir. I think the Holy Ghost hit me in the car. Oh, glory. Ugh. Come on, that coach got all over me. I'm like, oh. He said, who says you can't spank him? He said, he's in your house, isn't he? He's eating your food, isn't he? He said, you're his legal guardian. He said, put a little spanking on him. I bet it'll get better. Let me tell you, I got home, and that boy breathed wrong. And I said, come on. A miracle came into the house. I didn't have to abuse him. I didn't have to bruise him. I just had to govern him the way the Bible said to govern him. And I'm trying to tell you, when you spank your children, you don't dominate them. You're doing them a favor. Can I get a witness in the house? Domination is spousal abuse. Let me just say this. I don't respect a man that'll hit a woman. And just before you think you're all free, 
I don't respect a woman that'll hit a man. He hit me, Pastor. Well, you knocked, you knocked him across the head. I, I, I don't agree. Another way to dominate is verbal abuses. Do you realize that your words, they live on? That what you say to and about your family matters? Don't, don't tell your children you're so sorry. Say to them the way you're acting is sorry. But I'm raising a better man than this. Come on, I'm raising a better girl than this. Verbal abuse in a marriage. Don't talk down to your husband or down to your wife. How many of you know one of the greatest feelings you can ever have is when somebody who loves you thinks you're awesome? Here, here's what I've decided. You know, I travel a lot. I've written a few books. I've done a few things in my life, and I'm thankful. I go around the city. People know who we are because of Calvary. And, uh, you know, if I, if I have any fame at all, any, it's for the Lord's sake, number one. If I have more to come, it's for the Lord's sake, number two. But here's at 52. I want to be famous at home. I want my kids to say, I want my wife to say, Mother, you want to be famous at home. You want your kids to say, my mom spoke life to me. My mom believed in me. My dad believed in me. To intimidate people is of the devil. To intimidate, to intimidate your children is of the devil. To intimidate your husband or wife is of the devil. The Bible says there is no fear in love. Come on. The, the word fear is phobos. It means dread, terror, to frighten into submission. When you really love somebody, you're not going to frighten them into submission. You're going to love them into submission, even if you have to discipline them. Can I get a witness in the house? Your, your house and your relationship should not be fear-filled, but love-filled. So here's what you got to do. The enemy wants to intimidate, manipulate, and dominate in your house. So make a little noise right now if you're not allowing the devil to do that. Let me hear from you. Come on. If you, I, I'm going to give you one more chance. Even if, you, even if your children are grown and gone, and we're not just talking about their home, we're talking about your family, if you're going to take authority over every one of these spirits, if you're going to bind them in the name of Jesus, I want you to make a little noise in the house right now. All right, stand up. We're getting ready to give God some praise. Decide right now to deny the enemy access to your home through manipulation, domination, and intimidation. Put the enemy on notice. Let the devil know, you can't have my joy. You can't have my peace. My house is not going to be full of drama. Some of y'all right now, your children are sitting in children's church. They don't even know what's about to encounter their backside this week. They have no glory to God. You're going to drive home and say, just a minute, hallelujah. When we get home, it's on. But you're going to do it in love. Come on, make a little noise. If you, when you do it, you'll do it in love. Some of you men are going to leave here and be kinder to your wives. You're going to realize, man, I don't need to be dominating my wife. Some of you women 
are going to become a little more generous in every way. I just saw about four men go, glory to God. Pastor, that jerk hit me. That church of God jerk. We're, we're going we're gonna to be kind to one another. We're going to love one another. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, I want you to raise your hands right now. Come on, let's get, let's get wild. I want you to say this after me. Say, I magnify. Shout it out. Say, I magnify. You, Jesus. And I deny. Shout it out. Say, I deny Satan access to my home, to my mind, and to my family. Satan, you're not welcome. But Lord, you invade my home right now. Invade my home right now. Have your way. Come on, say, Lord, bring peace into my home. Lord, bring victory into my home. Lord, bring joy into my family. Lord, bring peace into my family. And I receive it right now. If you receive it right now, give God a shout of praise. Thank you so much for listening to the Calvary Christian Center podcast. To learn more, visit us at calvaryfl.com.